What's going on, guys? My name's Jacob. This is a podcast called Music and More, presented by Musicians Daily. And I have Michael Perry in the building. What's up? What's going on? So we talk about some cool things in this podcast. Uh, what do we talk about? Yeah, totally. We got a South Florida music scene here. We talked about surfing, talk about working out. Let's see. We talked about, you know, music, obviously. Jacob's got an awesome wall of music here. We talk about some of that. We talk about some live venues, some shows. We talk a lot about the the music scene we have here, then yeah. just South Florida in general. But, yeah, let's get into it. Episode three, Music and More. It's about to start now. Oh, Michael. Hey, how's it going? How are you? Great, great. Thanks for having me. Awesome. So uh, I got Michael in the building. You want to tell little audience that i have about yourself yeah yeah i'm michael perry i'm 24 years old i play guitar in a band called jam and the sweets local south florida soul band nice so um how old are you i'm 24 just graduated fau in boca right. yeah what'd you did. what'd you get your degree uh, in ocean engineering how'd you how'd you kind of get into that so um you know always kind of love the math side of things uh and kind of want to get paid for it but you know i fell into ocean engineering at fau and it sort of fell in love with it and yeah it's a it's a great industry to be in but you know music's fun on the side yeah music, music's fun so how'd you get into music um always played music uh i played piano you know growing up and then actually the only way i could play guitar was if i learned piano first so that was the rules in the house and um started playing guitar sort of fifth grade ish and then jazz band through high school and yeah carried it on from there nice sure. nice so, um, what was kind of your first guitar, first guitar memory? Because I know for me, my buddy got me my first guitar. Like, I bought my first guitar for my friend and uh, learned Brains 2 by Green Day. Yeah. That was, yeah. And then just kind of like played with some chord shapes and sure. just trapped myself in my room in middle school and just kind of went from there. So, yeah. kind of what was kind of like your first memory introduction to guitar? Because I remember you telling me Stevie Ray Vaughan's a huge influence right, for you. Right, yeah. Yeah, totally. So, um, you know, my first experience with my guitar. It was my dad's, you know, he got this sort of like Vietnam era um, Martin acoustic. Oh, man. And so like it was, it, you know, it was a knockoff, but it was great. Like yeah. I just loved playing it. Like I used to just sit. I remember just going into like opening it out and just like strumming it, just making a bunch of noise, just thinking I was a guitar player. And um, yeah, so I got that. And then for my fifth grade sort of birthday, he actually got me a real guitar. And started playing lessons on that. What was that? Um, it was like a washboard. Yeah. You know, I think it was from Walmart. <laughs> nice. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, I was telling what you know, we grew up in a small town, so mm -hmm. there really wasn't any like music stores or anything like that. So yeah, Walmart was the the music store for me for like the first couple. <laughs> as uh, crappy and I guess American as that sounds, but yeah, um, there you go. <laughs> yeah, uh, but no, it was great. And then uh, yeah, grew up with lessons. My I had a guitar teacher who was. Um, you know, a totally eighties hair metal band guy. Oh, awesome. So he still wore the night, the, like the classic, yeah, the, um, the boots. Yeah. No, not even that. The, the white Reebok high tops. Oh man. So like, yeah, but he had them special ordered. Like he only wears oh. classic white, um, uh, it's yeah. Reeboks. And, um, so he taught you how to play guitar. Yeah. Yeah. So Matt, Matt Baines was his name. Were you just shredding by at a certain age? Just like uh, with long hair and yeah, I, well, you know, through, I guess, any phase of, I guess, middle school, you yeah. grow your hair out, you know, yeah. listen to metal a lot. And yeah, I remember when you had just, yeah, I had my, hair. my hair cause I went to private school my right. whole life. So I couldn't even have okay. that phase nice. Well, I tried to, but I just looked like a bowl cut. Right. But, um, yeah, once I graduated high school, I just 
didn't cut my hair for three years and it got 17 inches (laughs) um here in south florida where it's just hotter than hell Mm -hmm. and humid so um i just now i just shave my head kind of keep it short but um yeah exactly what you're talking about that middle school phase but uh, because i was was listening to a lot of kind of like the punk rock uh, alternative stuff like green day rise against even some pop punk type of stuff too and just weird music all around we're trying to find ourselves in middle school yeah i mean i had like a death metal band in high school no way yeah yeah so you know i used to be i used to be in the scene like the the scene kids yeah you know i was always like the i want to say outcast but you know, I was always kind of listening to different music. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, every a lot of my friends love rap and country. Right. But I was always a kid who loved metal. Yeah. And like, you know, playing guitar like that. And so, yeah, we had a death metal band. It was called They Whisper Help. We whis No, They Scream Help. We Whisper No. Oh, my God. That's awesome. So Yeah. So uh, it's from the movie The Watchmen. Yeah. Um, and uh, I forget the guy. Who was who it from? But anyway, yeah, it was a great time and we yeah. made loud aggressive music dude that's sick what was it called your band so they, they scream sh- help they we, scream help we whisper no dude that's so the acronym was to schwin and we thought that was hilarious <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> so you kind of went from um playing guitar like hair metal like yeah. teacher right metal first was that sure. kind of like your first yeah, interaction first... with the band and yeah, this totally. and that and then um I mean, now, I mean, from where you are now, you play kind of like soul groovy. Yeah. I would even call yeah. like, well, how would you describe it? I would, I mean, it's Man, South yeah. Florida soul, but like right. I could, I could tell the way you play. It's a lot of, cause I mean, I love John Mayer and right. John Mayer also yeah. is a big influence from Stevie Ray Vaughan sure. yeah, and totally, from Hendrix. Totally. So I kind of see the style you're playing, but yeah. now that you say the metal stuff, uh-huh. you, you could do some sweeping, some finger sure. sweeping. No, actually I can't. And that's actually kind of why, you know, I was never, I was never like the technical sweeper mm-hmm. or anything like that. You know, I never, I was just never good at it. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And so I, I started listening to John Mayer, like you said, yeah. like his trio stuff. Um, oh my I remember, God. yeah, I remember getting, uh, like, um, his, his DVD, I think it was like live in whatever. No was it, was it, was it like really old? Oh, where the light is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, oh that yeah. DVD. And so like he played like the whole thing. Uh, you know, yeah, I think with the trio section. The trio, oh my right, gosh. The trio yeah. section blew me away. So that's kind of when I started getting into, uh, you know, playing a little bit more like, yeah, groove stuff. Yeah. A little soul jazz and mm-hmm. stuff like that. For sure. Um, so when you, uh, when did you move to Boca? I moved to Boca in 2013. So like kind of like as a freshman in college. Um, or? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Um, so did you kind of get plugged in the scene down there too for music when you were, yeah, as much as possible, I guess, you know, it's not a big scene in Boca, you know, it's Boca. So, yeah. uh, yeah, I played my share of, um, you know, like solo acoustic stuff, right. songwriter, mm-hmm. happy hour, wine bars, yeah. you know, that's whole mumbo jumbo. But, uh, during that time, I guess the first year or so I met Josh miles. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a Boca native. He went to high school over there Okay, and he, he knew people over there and then, yeah, I mean, look him up, jam in the suites. Um, yeah, but that guy's got a voice that, oh my gosh, that guy can't even describe it really. I, I'd pay a lot of money to have that voice. Yeah. And I think a lot of people would too, but yeah, he's just a super humble guy. You know, he's. He's super personable. You don't mm. really get that in a lot of singers that I've Oh, met. no, no. Especially with that voice, yeah, too. Yeah. Right, no, he's right. not like a, a diva. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. But yeah, anyway, he just told me to like, hey, man, come play with my band. And it's actually a funny story. 
uh, he had he was kind of helping out at this bar, Vintage Tap in Del Rey, and he was sort of being like a bar back mm-hmm. sort of thing. And uh, a band canceled on the the owner there. And he's like, hey, I need a band. And so Josh Josh Miles, I just met him maybe two days before. So he just kind of formed like a super group real quick? Or? Real quick. Yeah. yeah. Real quick. It was like two days, and he just called me up. He's like, Mike, I need you to play. It's like, all right, cool. Let's yeah. So I ran over and then how was how was that first gig was I mean oh it was horrible yeah it was god awful <laughs> but but I I loved it yeah yeah I mean yeah it's it's a it was a small there was probably four people there yeah but that's pretty much where I met the rest of the band through that and then from there you just stayed in contact just, with yeah, Josh because exactly. I mean where I first saw you guys I'm trying to think where I think it was Guanabana's Happy Hour oh, cool. in Jupiter Florida right where um you guys did uh. Um, let me think it's a Taylor. You guys did uh, shake it off it's by yeah. Taylor Swift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just like something I've never heard before. Cool. It was just cool. so like, it was just you and Josh playing both playing guitar. Yeah. You threw some harmonies there too, but it was just so groovy where it just like, you need like a neck brace sort of thing. <laughs> you couldn't stop grooving. I'm like, how is it like this groovy? And cool. there's not even like a bass and a drummer. You guys just locked it down. Yeah. 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 I remember that. Yeah. I think it was, it was, yeah. Happy hour right there. at Guantanamo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, we we used to do uh, duo stuff a lot. Too. Yeah. So like, just we had our we called it Bare Souls. Mm-hmm. So um, we were booked. We've been booking all the way in Del Rey in Boca. Yep. You know, but we did some stuff in Jupiter a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, did the the scene at Leftovers. Yeah. And stuff like that. So where are you guys kind of going now? Because I mean, so you guys kind of say West Palm Beach or Boca is where you're based. Yeah, pretty much around there. So I mean, you guys played everything from Boca all the way up to here in Jupiter. Right. Um, anywhere else or? Yeah. So we're actually getting into Miami pretty soon. Nice. Where in yeah. Miami? Um, they do a. I'm not sure. We we just got the dates, but. Um, they do sort of like a live music scene right in front of the Performing Arts Center. Okay. Um, yeah, so we, we got in contact with somebody there. They want us to have that. So we're hitting Miami pretty soon. Nice. So right with the big boys. Nice. <laughs> nice. Man, trying to th- do you have anything for me? Any uh, discussion yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, I, I just want to say, like, seriously, like, Musicians Daily, like, I started listening. I started viewing it. I just love what you do for the scene around here. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you've talked about, I mean, how you started. Like, I think that was a cool story. Not, I've never really talked about that. Um, kind of how um, Musicians Daily kind of came about was just through an Instagram page, a conversation with uh, me and my girlfriend. Um, she was just kind of, we were just kind of looking at funny Instagram accounts like one direction fan pages for like a million followers and 12 year old (laughs) girls making these accounts just Uh banking on followers and i'm like it's kind of funny they're just kind of regurgitating content i'm like i mean i feel like i can just do that i mean i did it not with the intent of just gaining followers i did it with the intent of something i like so I, i like music a lot and i'm a guitar player and i like gear and crap like that so i just started posting music pictures and content and i really like the scene because we have i i think we have a great scene yeah, here great. i mean it's super supportive with yeah. arts and music so i started giving local bands shout outs mm. and i kind of fell into like a niche as far as like telly tuesday wall hanger wednesday yeah, like yeah, yeah. you can make up stuff like i know there's like fender friday i do like family photo friday sure. stratterday like all that stuff and then um it just slowly caught on and I started noticing uh, an, an immense amount of followers, and I'm like, kind of have something here. So I started kind of thinking about more ideas. And 
really essence of musicians daily is creating consistent content for musicians so like now what we're doing is a podcast before we filmed for my top three which are all just different segments under the umbrella of musicians daily and then we're slowly working on a social media app and um really just providing content for musicians and um everyone in general yeah i i totally dig it like i said jacob man this is awesome like, yeah, it's great to be a part of it, and thanks for like having me. Yeah, Dude, you're talking you, about it. You're awesome, and thanks. the band's awesome too. I'm really like sure. a big supporter of what you guys do. So, how's kind of um, how's like the writing process going with um, like Jam? You guys, you guys just came out the record. Yeah, right. And it's freaking yeah. awesome. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, Soul Village. It's... So, how's kind of like the the writing yeah. process going? Because I know every band's different. Sure, sure. You know, I guess we're more of a, uh, I guess, uh, music first. I mm-hmm. think people take two directions. I think it's usually lyrics or music first. Um, we take uh, some chords, you know, some structure of chords, and then Josh just has lyrics behind him. He, he's been writing probably since he was in high school. Yeah. You know, he's got a bunch of stuff. Uh, but, yeah, that's usually how it goes. We just sit in a room and kind of jam on some chord progressions and just make up stuff as we go. And I think I think sort of like jam band essence, but with structure. Right, for sure. Do you guys ever kind of like jam on something and then like you think it's going one way and then it's just like, Oh God, what were uh, we thinking? Yeah, totally. Yeah. I think everyone has that. Like, I think that's like the main point of being a musician is just playing crappy music and then never playing it again. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think that's the best part about practicing is just like, okay, yeah, we're never going to play that again. But it's, it was fun. It's just so funny. Cause like some ideas, like one day it's, it goes one way and then like you revisit it right. and it either, yeah, you're yeah. either all for it, like, Oh, what was I thinking? Sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. I think, I think also in like live performance, you know, we do a lot of improv mm-hmm. a lot of the time. Um, you know, I think that's, yeah, it usually goes, oh, well, that was really good. Or Oh, the jam, like the jams you guys do are awesome. <laughs> um, use Me, you guys take yeah. on Use Me. Oh, right. man, that's so sick. Even uh, Hey Ya. Hey Ya. Hey Ya yeah. is another yeah, good one. Yeah, crowd favorites, you know, we love doing it. What are know? some covers you like doing? Uh, definitely Use Me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, Use Me is really good. I like that. Um, you know, honestly, Taylor Swift isn't my favorite. I just don't like it. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, yeah. it's fun to play. It's fun to play. People react to it. You so guys been playing fun. it for a while, right? Yeah. 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 So that's definitely yeah. what it is. You know, I mean, Josh, Josh kind of introduced it. He was like, hey, man, I want to do a Taylor Swift cover. And I was like, what the hell are you thinking? <laughs> no, I'm not playing Taylor Swift. And then, yeah, we sort of jammed on it and it was fine. But, uh, yeah, it was good. And then let's see what else we do. Um, huh. I mean, yeah, we do some like John Mayer covers are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Josh does a really good version of Blackbird. Yeah, I love yeah. that. That's awesome. Yeah, you know, then again, just his voice just like takes it. Oh, so. for sure. But we usually go into like Blackbird to Gravity. Uh huh. Um, because yeah, like it starts well. with like with Josh kind of by himself right. on stage, and the band comes right. up and kind of yeah, bleeds yeah. into Gravity. I love stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Sort of makes it sort of like a stage show. Almost. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, and it kind of gives the ears a break too because sure. it's just like you kind of look and just like because his voice just carries because uh, i remember um going to das beer garden right in abaco yeah. i mean that's a kind of like a stomping ground for you guys yeah for sure yeah i've been playing there for two years now every second friday for the food truck invasion so that's been a really good home for us how's that been going you got any like wild wacky stories or? um yeah man there's their fair share of like really insane women over there yeah. <laughs> you know there's just something about it. i don't know if it's the water over abacoa but uh yeah we've had some like some girls just like completely almost tackle some people oh on stage God. either like from falling like drunk falling or just or falling something. and falling in love and it's usually lorenzo oh so like, man so the bass player lorenzo i don't know so uh, if you ever seen him he's kind of got like a half like john legend almost like nas to i see that i see but, that yeah like most deaf almost and like uh-huh. 
We call him like John Legend, little John Legend kind of thing. <laughs> but yeah, girls love him. And he's just kind of like the chick magnet for the band. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, the bass player gets love in our band. That's that's, sure. that's, a, that's a first. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But other than that, man, no, the crowd's great. We have a great, you know, a great following there. Mm-hmm. Um, they love what they do. They support us. and they love Yeah, every, t- every time I'm in, there's always people dancing. Yeah, it's right. always hard to get in there. I mean, yeah. that's how I get, like, my little fix of jam in the suite just kind of pop in there real quick since it's kind of right around the corner for where i'm at because other than that you guys mainly hit kind of like the west palm further south area right yeah yeah you know a lot of corporate gigs Mm -hmm. and and doing stuff like that now um yeah we're trying to get down to miami you know it seems seems to be there's a lot of good like emerging sort of live music Mm -hmm. venues that'd be good to get a part of and also in yeah in lake worth and uh west palm area for sure for sure have you have, have you made up to stewart yet no, not Stuart. Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, well, actually, we did Terra Fumata. Yeah. Pretty, I mean, that was like when we first joined. Right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that was good, but we haven't been back there yet. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So, you work out? Yeah. Yeah, totally. I just got my membership at UFIT. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. I used to, you know, as an engineer, uh, engineering student, I fell out of it just because I was in front of a computer all day. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, working out is it's i guess i'm getting back into it for sure yeah dude, I, I love it i mean there's always something other than when everyone's so into music there's yeah. always like the little hobby so because you surf too right right how yeah. long you how long you been surfing oh uh, yeah for probably more than 10 years now Lost, nice yeah, wow I, mean, I actually shaped my own board really yeah so i have a 910 longboard just a flat concave uh no rocker twin or um pintail single fin yeah mm-hmm. i it's not worth anything it's shitty yeah but i love it yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, if it works so you went to um so what kind of some spots you've hit in florida yeah surfing? pretty much all over you know all the way up to um you know st augustine i had surfed over there for a while mm-hmm. um around jacksonville and yeah, stuff too jacksonville, yeah poles and yep Anastasia Park. Mm-hmm. I used to go over there all the time. It's a great place over there. Yeah. yeah you, did you guys hit that when you? Yeah. Were when uh, my band was torn, we um we were in Jacksonville, kind of New Smyrna area. Then like mm-hmm. when we weren't um gigging, we were surfing. Right. Or just eating and sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One of the guys other. You used to bring boards on the road. See, I've never done a road trip. So we like, um yeah we uh my bass player um and my singer Jesse are really really big into surfing. I'm way better than them, so I just <laughs> yeah, like pro status, but so, don't worry about so it. I don't really surf local anymore. Yeah. Um, shock us up, but um, <laughs> but they usually bring they usually bring boards. I mean, just even being like living in South Florida, like kind of, and I mean my really my best friends like sur- like surfing all stuff. Yeah. Just being in that culture, it's just kind of like all around you. Um, so I, I mean, I get in the water every time I can, but sure. I'm kind of like I'm like. N- really stocky and yeah, awkwardly yeah. shaped yeah. so it's uh i can't really find a board that fits me compared to like miko my bass player who's six feet tall uh-huh. and jesse who's kind of like a lot lighter than me <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so like yeah. I, was, I was sharing boards don't like it doesn't really work out but I, I have a blast going out there but yeah we usually just bring boards throw it in the trailer and then like in between um days and shows and all that yeah. stuff it's fun because i mean there's not really any waves down no. here no there's not no you definitely have to go north yeah for sure for sure, but yeah, man. If you ever need a longboard, dude, I'll, I'll, I'll be calling you. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, I'm six two, about two forty now. The, yeah, oh I, my gosh. I need. Yeah, you need something to. Float yeah, to. no, for yeah. sure. I I'll take you up on that offer. Right on, man. But um, I'm trying to think. That's why I should have wrote some stuff down. So how about that record wall behind you? Man, you got some classics up here. So you got some new stuff and some old stuff. I see. 
pick pick your top three off that record wall. I got a record wall of just yeah. I got to stand up for this. Yeah, I got a ton of yeah, a ton of stuff up there. Yeah, probably the Eagles. The um, Eagles. <laughs> the Eagles. Yeah, that was that that band. Me and my dad used to live that or listen to that a yeah. bunch. Um, yeah, and then see Two Door Cinema Club. Dude, they're sick. I've never heard a vinyl from them though. It's. It's, I mean, it, it's good. I mean, yeah. I mean, you might as well was on Spotify, same sure. thing. But right, right, right. no, it's it's good. I, I, I love those guys. They kind of really introduced me to kind of like indie rock ish yeah, sure. type of stuff. When uh, remember the station Palladia? No, there was um this six six station called Palladia. It wasn't it wasn't really on basic cable. They would always play just mute. Like it's like. MTV, it's what MTV wishes they could be. I think MTV okay. I might have even bought them out. But um, <laughs> nice. they used to just play music videos, live stuff, and they would always play like Two Door Cinema Club like live at yeah. like some crazy festival. Yeah, because I saw them live, you know. At, oh, you did? In Orlando, yeah. How was that? It was awesome. They put a great show. Where in Orlando did you see um, them? It was for one of the uh, – they do a festival. I don't know if they do it anymore, but it was like a Orlando music festival. But they played inside of the stadium there, and um, how packed was it? Oh, it was packed. Yeah, Dude, like sick. the Killers. They had they had some really cool bands. Oh, okay, like, yeah, introduced. the Killers. So the like, Killers, they they closed it out, um, and that was cool. But then also, um, you know, a bunch of other bands I got introduced there too, like uh, Kids These Days. I don't know. They're like, from Chicago, but uh-huh. they're when at the time they were 15 but they were killing it yeah yeah you, oh, you, wait, you saw them when they were 15 yeah or? and they were touring like they oh were playing around dude. touring like big festivals like that the dream yeah and they played right before the roots oh, so it was just like an insane lineup dude, that, that's, that's like the, once in a lifetime that's yeah. a stacked lineup for sure no yeah. so um we got the eagles who do center club you got people yeah, yeah. more oh um you know i gotta i gotta give a shout out to the jazz miles davis yeah sure. kind of blue you know yeah like i I'm starting to get into sort of the jazz, mm-hmm. the jazz a lot. Um, you know, just as a guitar player, you got to kind of branch out and do some, some off the cuff stuff. So like improv and learning yeah. about that. I wonder if they can hear the lawn being mowed outside. I don't know. Of this, um, our headquarters. <laughs> yeah. The, the lawn care service you guys yeah. you have here is <laughs> impeccable. The uh, hedge work these guys have are top notch. Uh, uh, they're doing a great job. Right. But no, yeah. Have you heard of uh, Pat Martino? Yeah. Oh yeah, I got I got to meet that guy. Really? Yeah, he um at the local guitar shop I used to work at, um, Wolf Guitars. He did like a session yeah. sort of thing. The nicest guy. Do you know his backstory? No. How really. I think he had like uh, I mean anyone can correct me if I'm wrong. He had a brain aneurysm. Okay. Kind of had to reteach himself how to play guitar. Very calm mannered type of guy. Mm. But man, the guy can rip. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, that's I guess that's kind of like how I first got into jazz was mm. like listening to like just guitar players. Like yeah. That. George Benson, um, yeah, Pat Metheny, um, you know, Wes Montgomery. Just the like, phrasing is right, just yeah, yeah, yeah. Just and just it it goes the other side of guitar playing that you don't. I mean, I guess like pop artists, you know, don't get me wrong. John Mayer is great, you know, and there's but a John lot of, Mayer's background also exactly. is very yeah, wide technical. wide range, right? Yeah. So I mean, as wide range as that, I mean, a guy like that approaching pop right. or just modern day yeah, music exactly. it's just like it separates it from everything else sure sure you know but i think learning the history about it and like listening to like those guys who who've done sort of everything before the pop music like mm-hmm. i'm talking like 1945 yeah like 1950s you know a lot of the jazz guys are just they have stuff right now that you know that's been around for almost shit almost 70 years now, yeah right and you know? we're still listening to it. we're still studying it yeah appreciating yeah. it right i'm gonna pick a record off yeah this no wall. go ahead um yeah. 
can't go wrong with well let's see let's see well i mean we got john mayer on that wall for sure uh-huh. i see that um, roofer squares it was like his first yeah for like breakout album uh-huh. for sure I have a. I found that record that says "Jazz of Two Decades" right here. Yeah, I don't know. I think I found that at Goodwill for like sixty cents or something. But dude, some of the drumming on that, uh-huh. some of the drum sounds yeah, yeah. are like the best I've ever heard. Well, you know, usually how people pick out. I mean, I don't own a turntable yet, but I have a couple of records. But usually, I just pick it off of the cover. Mm-hmm. You know, that cover is really cool. It's got yeah. like a bunch of jazz looking pictures on there. I don't, I don't recognize any of the guys on there, but no, yeah, I mean, like, cool. don't judge a book by its cover, but no. you can judge vinyls by Hell its cover, yeah, for absolutely, sure. for sure. And um, Leon Bridges, Leon Bridges is the man. Uh, you guys should definitely yeah. cover some of that stuff. Yeah, you know, um, yeah, Josh just did a uh, so far sounds. It's just like another sort of like online. Is that in Fort Lauderdale? Yeah, they just moved. Okay, to, yeah. okay, yeah. And Leon Bridges did one of them. Yeah, he did. Up north. Yeah, he did a long time yeah. ago. Yeah, because I've been. I found Leon Bridges when, um, yeah, through that station, mm-hmm. Palladia. Mm-hmm. I was, like, eating breakfast, um, and I heard coming home, and just the sound and everything. I turned around, like, what is this? Right. And I just saw, like, black and white music video. I'm like, oh, they must be doing, like, a throwback uh-huh. sort of thing. And then I, I looked it up because I liked it. I'm like, oh, my God, this is new. Yeah, Leon Bridges bringing, it, bringing Bring, the 50s back. Bringing the sure. vintage soul 50s back, yeah, like, yeah. like a Sam Cooke reincarnation. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah he was just it's just crushing i've been following him ever since that like when i looked it up on youtube i think i had like fifteen thousand views and yeah. now i think he's got like 15 million views right, i probably. mean i saw him in miami at the fillmore yeah that's one of the if you see if you hear any band you somewhat like at the mm. fillmore go that's like mm. one of my favorite venues yeah it's a great venue right? like, what venues have you kind of like seen live bands around yeah Florida? sure so the fillmore was good mm-hmm. we saw gary clark there oh um, no way that was a nuts a nuts concert yeah um, but honestly, man, I've been playing, I've been just kind of following the scene. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Dada's got some good bands. That's yeah. Sure. Um, but you know, there's, there's some more sort of venues that I guess are promoting sort of live music, mm-hmm. like local music. Yeah. CWS, mm-hmm. um, in Lake Worth. They that have a stage sick. there. Yeah. yeah. They got some good bands coming through there right now. But you know, honest, I don't, I haven't been, I mean, I've been to the amphitheater in yeah. West Palm, mm-hmm. you know, I saw that's like perfect vodka, but now, uh, coral sky, but then <laughs> right, to, whatever, whoever yeah. pays the bills at yeah. the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, that was a cool, I like that. I think that's the best sort of venue for seeing like a really big act. Right. You know, I've seen Dave Matthews there. Um, that's um, where I saw John Mayer and fell yeah. in love. It was like an accident. Right. My buddy's like, Hey, I got an extra ticket to John Mayer. Yeah. Um, like your body's like a playground. Whatever. Right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. Like whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, I'll go. It's a free show. Yeah. And he's we'll like, I'll pick you up. Live. And then right. I saw him live. I did not know that man could do stuff yeah. like that. I, right. I just thought like he was a typical singer songwriter. My brain was exploding. Right. I was way back in the lawn yeah. too. And it was yeah. still like one, like I've been like from me to you right now, mm. like where I saw Leon Bridges sure. and, that was still one of my favorite concerts, but John, that's something like I will never forget. That just opened my door door to like open oh, many doors to so much type of music. That's like kind of when I went back and really paid attention to Stevie Ray Vaughan and mm-hmm. Jimi Hendrix sure. or even just songwriting structures, how he approaches business and music. Oh, yeah. It's just, oh, yeah. it's just crazy. But um, yeah, even approaching music and business at this and at the kind of like, hand in hand well, we we're kind of talking about that as far yeah. as like booking as like because you don't really you guys don't have a manager or no it's anything all, it's really the band yeah, yeah. every and everything independent so kind of like 
you guys, you do pretty much mainly some of the booking right. and like well, all I social guess, media stuff. I mean, it's like everyone pulls their own weight yeah, in right. the band, which is right. great. Yeah. You know, right now I've been sort of, yeah, taking charge of the, the social media. I just made our website, jamandsweets.com. Um, real easy to do, you know, I guess. And then, yeah, the social media stuff, you know, making flyers and doing all of that. But yeah, man, it's a tough it's a tough business. It's to get into. it's yeah. It's really just staying consistent right. with it. But in a way, it is rewarding because oh, I mean, yeah. like I remember our CD release party at the Kelsey Theater, yeah. which is another sick venue. Right. Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen anybody there yet. I haven't been able to get in there. You've yet. been in there before, right? Or no? Yeah, I've been. There, yeah. You know, but I haven't seen anybody play. Like dude, it's um, yeah. It's, can't believe I missed it. Yeah, dude. It's such it's so fun. But yeah, we had our CD release party there. I mean, my band, just like Jam of the Sweets, independent. Mm-hmm. We're all doing it ourselves. Right. And we um, we nearly were just shy of selling out that venue right. for our own CD release party awesome. of us headlining. It was very rewarding right. and just awesome. Yeah, all the hard work, you know, just kind of goes to that one moment. Yeah. It's sick. You guys just just recorded that analog. Oh yeah. yeah. So my band, we went up to um, electronics. Yeah. You know. So we're just talking kind of about like electronics and stuff, and then uh, me and Michael were talking earlier about just analog pedals and just kind of sparked my mind and when um i was just up in st augustine with my band and we uh, recorded on tape everything tape yeah. i would say more about the studio and the producer but i was told not to okay for uh legal reasons and stuff i mean i know i sound Super like good. uh quite the diva quite right, the right yeah i'm way talk up to my there agent about it. <laughs> yeah talk to my agent about it right. but um yeah for certain purposes i'm not allowed to say exactly what studio or what producer but that's an experience I've never experienced before. And it was yeah. incredible recording everything on tape and the sound just, it's so full, mm. just nothing like I've ever experienced. And just some of the gear that guy had to was just yeah. crazy. Right. Cause how did you guys, I mean like before that, I mean, we, I, we record everything, um, at the helm house, my band. Right. So Derek and my band, he, um, went to full sale university, nice. has a very nice background of recording arts and all that. So, we're very fortunate and blessed to have him in the yeah, band. Exactly. So um, yeah, there's always that one guy in the right. band. I feel like yeah, who kind of like for us. yeah. Same so for us. Who, who's that for you? Yeah. So our bass player Lorenzo Lindo, our little thunderkeeper. Yeah. yeah. You know the um yeah he he's an engineering student. Um well I guess music engineering student at FAU. Um yeah and he's his studio that he has Influence Studio. He's been getting a bunch of work, um, usually just from rap artists you know local scene guys nice um but yeah he completely mixed our album for us soul village we did about 80 percent of it was in his like closet yeah so um like almost like r kelly style or dude you know, it was sick way. yeah you guys do kind of have some um very uh r&b kind of style yeah. like style to you i mean yeah totally like here in your arms mm, yeah dude, that's yeah, it's soul R and B. You know, that's what our soul, like South Florida soul. Mm-hmm. You know, we're trying to brand that. I kind of like to say it like, you know, how like Miami, South Florida is kind of like a, it's like a cosmopolitan or I don't know how you say that, but a cosmopolitan area. Right. It's, just like, it's got everybody from. Yeah, it's it's from, it's a very melted pot. Right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's a better way to say it. And you know, there's a bunch of different cultures that go mm-hmm. in, and we kind of like that from our music. You know. Mm-hmm. Josh is Haitian. Yeah. Um, his parents are Haitian and very, very religious. So mm-hmm. he's got that side of it. Right. You know, and then myself, you know, metalhead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> metalhead now surfer. Right. Surfer, blues guitarist or whatever you want to call it. You know, I, um, 
And then our keyboard player, Virgil, he's played with a bunch of sort of like surf rock music. Yeah, too. his harmonies add so yeah. much to it. Yeah. It's great. And the keys, keys right. work he does, it's awesome. Yeah. And then, you know, he's got a really unique background. And then um, our drummer, you know, we've had some different drummers. But, yeah, it's just kind of like a melting pot. So we mm. like to put all that stuff together. And that's what we got. So yeah. Like, so I've seen you guys for a while kind of shuffling through. But right. um, when we did that show at the Funky Buddha. Yeah. And uh, that oh, yeah. was a while ago in January, yeah. but dude, you guys were so tight. That was, yeah. I was super fun. Right. Yeah. Oh, I think we should do that. Yeah, again. dude, we should definitely get a yeah, show going again. Sure. Yeah. No, that was great. Yeah. The funky Buddhas, I guess another one of those local venues that yeah. have a bunch of cool. They do got uh, like some national touring bands kind of going oh, through yeah. there and they got great beer. Right. Great beer. For sure. So oh. I think we're pretty good on time. I don't know. This is only podcast number three. So right. Bear with me if it's not the best. Um, we're trying. We're, we're trying. Really hard. Yeah, but um, appreciate you guys listening. Um, if you have any questions, email over to musiciansdaily at gmail.com. I have Michael Perry here. You want to say some uh, goodbyes? or? Yeah, I just want to thank everybody in the scene. South Florida Soul coming at you. Jamin Sweets. Love to see you at our shows. And definitely keep in touch with Musicians Daily. Doing great stuff. Yeah, you know, come to the shows. You definitely see me there. And... Um, yeah, we'll just take it from there. Yeah. Cool.